The Joy of Booking proudly presents. There've been lots of wrestlers over the years, and many are smaller than their hossier peers. Some will take to the air, some will stretch and will tear. It's a smallish world after all. This is the Cruiserweight-ish classic, and now your host for this small world, DC Matthews. Thank you, Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. Welcome back to the joy of booking. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I hope you are well. I hope that those you love are doing well as well. I don't know why, but it feels like lately I keep catching myself on that. Can't seem to say it right. Uh, Friends, welcome back to the Cruiserweight-ish classic. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is my day of Jubilee. Uh, Let me explain what that is. Uh, That is a reference from The West Wing, which is a show my wife and I have each seen uh, countless times. Uh, Might even be due for a rewatch now that I think about it. Um, As many of you know, uh, my wife has taken the year off to attend to some family business. (sighs) Family matters. She has a family member who is not doing great health-wise, and so she's been home, which is wonderful. Um, She, like, I come home, there is often food in the fridge, egg roll mix, which I turn into like a noodle, udon noodle dish, and she makes these delightful apple pie spring rolls and just wonderful, wonderful stuff, Um, and it's great. She's less stressed about work, obviously, she's not working, Um, so it's a wonderful thing, but it comes with a catch. One of the catches was we converted my former podcast space into a craft room for her, um, and I have been relocated to the dining room, which does cut down on the ability to podcast whenever I want, because this is an open floor plan, so the kitchen's there, the living room's through a small curtain we put up there, Uh, so, you know, choosing to podcast means my wife needs to uh, isolate herself into either the bedroom or the craft room, which isn't exactly fair. Um, But it also means that my wife is home most of the time. Now, I am an only child, which means that I am a solitary man. As I drink my delightful orange seltzer, um, I require a certain amount of time to myself. And my wife, over the years, has been wonderful and amazing and has gotten very good at giving me that time, just, you know, she does her thing, I do my thing, separate corners, sorts of, sorts of things. Um, but I have not had the entire apartment to myself outside of like one two-hour block of time when she went out to dinner with some friends um, since summer. And I don't even know when that was. Uh, so my wife is off doing some family things. She's heading up to the Great White North. She will be gone for uh, the entire night. She'll be back tomorrow. Um, it is the day after Election Day, in case you want to uh, put this in a time frame. Um, no red wave, thankfully, as Stephen Colbert said. A pink trickle. See a doctor. Uh, so I have the day entirely to myself. My wife will not be coming home today. It is 8.20 in the morning. Uh, She left around 6.30 in the morning. So far since then, I have 
worked on a new project, um, a massive spreadsheet, as I love to do. Uh, I went to the grocery store to stock myself up on treats, including this delightful orange seltzer. I made some chicken burgers for myself so I can snack on those throughout the day. And because I know my wife's not eating them, there is a lot of paprika, smoked paprika. Non-smoked paprika doesn't have much of a taste at all. You need smoked paprika. Uh, and I've watched Peter Pan Goes Wrong on the TV we got. So, you know, again, open floor plan. The TV's going in this room, which would be the dining room if we ever ate in here, uh, while I'm working in the kitchen. And so I was like, hey, it's podcast time. And I think this day of Jubilee is going to require uh, some serious podcasts. Now, this is going to probably mean that some things go out of order. I am hoping that I record a Battle of the Brandon uh, at some point today. Brandon Banks is working on his show. I'm not going to rush him. I probably rushed him a little bit, but I'm not going to rush him. Um, he can take all the time he wants. But if I do record that episode, that episode will technically come out before this episode. This episode is scheduled to come out on the 21st of November. Happy Thanksgiving week. If you're uh, someone who celebrates American Thanksgiving. Um, really what I'm doing is I'm just chatting with you because I can't say I'm excited about this episode. I'm excited to sit down and record. I'm excited to have the place to myself so I can talk. I can go on as many tangents as I want. I don't have to worry about getting it under a certain time frame, just out of respect for my lovely bride. Um, but I, I can't say I love this format that we've been doing with the round robin tournaments. Um, we did match one in the last episode of all the people who finished second in the original round robins. And that was fine. I had no problem with that. But now I'm supposed to do number two. Um, and I feel like I'm just kind of spinning my wheels here because I'm looking at some of these, some of these. And I'm saying to myself, self, I could, I could give, do these all just really quickly. So I think uh, for my own sanity's sake, uh, in this episode, I'm going to try to finish this round. And I think rather than going through once and uh, I'm torn. Do I respect the format and just go through round two of this and then into round three? Or do I try to do the whole thing in one fell swoop? I'm worried I'm going to rush. That's my concern is that I'm going to rush. So let me, let's just try it. There's nothing else to do. Let's try it. All right. Our four, our opening four is Shibata, TJP, Kazarian, and the Great Sasuke. Uh, Shibata defeated TJP in the first matchup. Kazarian defeated Sasuke. So let's roll here. If it's an even number, Shibata will face Sasuke. If it's odd, Shibata will uh, face Kazarian. It's even. So we're going to have Shibata versus Sasuke and Kaz versus TJP. And again, well... I know Kazarian's going to defeat TJP because I don't love TJP. And TJP is going to come in fourth in this. And I know that much for sure. Shibata versus Sasuke. I think I like Shibata more, but I don't feel super strongly. And these are not wrestlers that I've seen a ton of. I wish I had a spreadsheet with like over 200 individual matches from YouTube. Hint, hint. 
Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Um, do I roll for this one? If I roll for this one and Sasuke wins, then Kazarian's going to come out on top. If I give the win to Shibata, or if Shibata wins the roll, then it's Shibata versus Kaz for all the marbles. But Kazarian is my favorite of the group. So I'll roll. I will roll. I will roll. Uh, so this is the roll for Shibata. Two 20-sided dice. Shibata gets a 21, a 19, and a 2. Sasuke, a 25. So Sasuke picks up the win. So he and Shibata have one win apiece. Kazarian has two. Now that sets up Kazarian versus Shibata. I'm probably going to give Kaz the win over that one. But if I rolled for it, there would... <sighs> Do I keep going? Do I skip down? I... Here's the thing that bothers me about this. The person who cares the most is the person who's talking. I don't think the people listening to this show really give two figs which format I do. I just need to pick one. So, you know, this is the this is the mind games that I play with myself. Am I going to feel badly, you know, is am I do am I doing it wrong? Quote unquote, am I doing it wrong? There is no wrong. So, let's finish it. We've got Kaz versus Shibata. And we're going to give that win to Kaz. So Kaz is three. Shibata is one. And then TJP versus Sasuke. You know what I will do for this one? Uh, I'm actually, I will roll for that one. I will give TJP a fighting chance to get on the board. Because I did like the music at first. Uh, so TJP rolls a... 13, Sasuke, 39. Wow. The world is telling me that uh, TJP is going to come in fourth. So as this stands right now, it goes Kazarian, Sasuke, Shibata, TJP. I do think I would like Shibata more, but I'm okay with it being the way it is. All right, let's move on. Bobby Fish, Drago, Little Guido, and Sanjay Dutt, Fish is going to take on Guido in a matchup I would love to watch. Drago going to take on Sanjay Dutt. Uh, I will roll. I must have rolled for Drago versus Fish because I would have thought I would have given that win to Fish. Uh, Guido has a win. Fish has none. So let's roll for Fish and Guido. Bobby Fish, 18. Little Guido, 11. So Bobby Fish gets the win. He and Guido now each have one win apiece. Drago versus uh, Sanjay. I'm going to give the win to Drago, if only because I still don't know how they did that tongue. It had to be a fake. It had to be a prop. His tongue can't be that long. Ah, I got to have your water. He, uh, he must have had some sort of gummy tongue or fake tongue that he, you know, discreetly disposed of, I have to imagine. All right, so Fish got that win. Let me make sure I've got this here. i got to underline the winners because that's the way it works in my head. Drago gets a win. All right, so now we have Drago versus Bobby Fish, Guido versus Sanjay, 
I know I want to give Guido the win over Sanjay. Sanjay going to go winless in this. Uh, Drago versus Fish. Drago has two wins. Bobby Fish has one. So if... Oh, wait. We did this one already. Ah, monkey, monkey underpants. Uh, it's... I got to pay more attention. Drago versus Guido. Man, that's annoying. Guido's going to get the win over Drago. So he and Drago are going to go two and two. And we'll give Bobby Fish a win over Sanjay. So interestingly enough, actually, uh, we have an interesting situation here, even though I messed it up. Uh, we are ending this with Little Guido, Drago, and Bobby Fish, each with two wins. All three of them beat Sanjay. Drago beat Fish. Fish beat Guido. Guido beat Drago. So we need to do a triple threat match right now uh, to determine uh, who actually is going to finish first, second, and third. So that's actually kind of fun. So triple threat match will go in order here. We'll go Bobby Fish rolls a 12, double sixes. Drago with a 16. Little Guido with an 8. Oof. Oof for... Uh, for Guido. So it actually is going to go Drago, Fish, Guido, one, two, three. And then we put Sanja here. And actually, I like this. Let's write the uh, the places. Actually, no, I can see those. I don't need to. I didn't do with that one. Once again, talking to myself. Uh, next group of four. A-Kid, Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy, Mustafa Ali. I know who's winning this. That's for sure. Uh, A-Kid is going to battle Ali and lose. Ali now has two wins. A-Kid has zero. Guevara versus Jungle Boy, both winless. Jungle Boy will get the win. Jungle now with uh, one win. Sammy with zero. And then our third matchup is Ali versus... Guevara, Mustafa Ali wins that. He goes undefeated. Guevara, winless. And then A-Kid versus Jungle Boy. I'm going to give that win to A-Kid, a.k.a. Axiom. So A-Kid has two wins. Jungle Boy with one. So that bracket checked out just fine. I don't like Sammy Guevara. He has... You know, here's the thing. He has, to me, like X-Pac heat. You actually don't like him, and you don't want to see him on the television. That, to me, isn't necessarily good. Like, I don't want him there. I will fast forward. That's the problem. A good heel. Tangent time, everyone. Uh, a good heel you cannot like, but you still want to watch. So Roman Reigns right now, and you could argue whether or not he is a heel at this point. Um, but Roman Reigns is a great heel because you want to watch his segments and he's a bad guy and you're not supposed to like him and you want people to beat him. Um, let me come up with another example here. When AJ Styles was fighting John Cena, and again, you could argue... I have to come up with a good example of a heel 
Because that's the problem, isn't it? As soon as you love to hate someone, they're kind of not a heel. Roddy Piper in the 80s, yes, in many cases he was a heel, but you loved how you loved that he was doing such a good job. The Miz is a good example. Uh, lately, maybe you kind of like him, but The Miz is a good heel and he's such a good talker and he does such a good job that you want to watch and get him beat up. Sammy Guevara, maybe some of you feel that way about Sammy Guevara. I would rather not watch wrestling than watch Sammy Guevara. That can't be a good thing. All right, our next matchup here. Kaz Hayashi, Shinhiro Otani, Darby Allen, and Wes Lee. Interesting. I don't feel super strongly about any of them, actually. Uh, so we're going to do Hayashi versus Darby. And Otani versus Lee. And I'm going to roll for both because this is a group of four that I honestly, you know, I Darby's okay. He's going to be in traction soon, but he's okay. Wesley had a nice moment with the North American title. Otani's good every time I watched him. And Kaz Hayashi was enjoyable, but I didn't love any of them. So Kaz Hayashi, 21. Darby Allen, 20. Ooh, very close. But we're going to give that to Kaz Hayashi. I can hear Brandon Banks shaking his head derisively at that. Otani, 17. Wesley, 10. Oof. Not good for Wesley. Uh, so, Otani now has two wins. Hayashi and Darby at one apiece. Wesley, winless. Otani probably is the right answer here. He's had the more storied career. So now we do our last one, which is Hayashi versus Lee and Darby versus Otani. And I'm going to keep rolling, 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 rolling. Kaz Hayashi, a seven. Wesley, a 17. So Wesley finally picks up a win. He and Hayashi will end at one win apiece. Darby Allen rolls a 20. Otani a 25. So Otani is going to win this, but we have another interesting scenario here, similar, but on the opposite end from the, uh, the fish Drago group. Uh, Otani is the clear winner. Lee Hayashi and Darby need to battle for second through fourth place. Darby beat Lee, Lee beat Hayashi, Hayashi beat Darby. So a triple threat once again. Uh, 28 for Kaz Hayashi, 18 for Darby Allen, 30 for Wesley in a shocker. Coming from behind, Lee winning this. Hayashi coming in third, and poor Darby Allen will have to settle for fourth place. Again, Brandon Banks probably not pleased. Next up, Brian Christopher, Trent Seven. Matt Jackson of Generation Me, and Trent Beretta. We are going to see Grandmaster Sexay taking on uh, Matt Jackson. And we have the Battle of the Trents in Seven versus Beretta. Uh, I will go ahead and give the Young Buck the win over Mr. Lawler. Apologies to Mr. Lawler. I know your life didn't quite go the way you wanted, but I, I didn't really enjoy watching you wrestle. 
and I, there's nothing I can do about that. Uh, Trent Seven beats Trent Beretta. So Seven has two wins. Jackson and Beretta each have one. Christopher has uh, none at the moment. Christopher will take on Mr. Beretta next. And then we will have Seven versus Jackson. I will give Brian Christopher the opportunity now uh, to win a match. I'll roll for him versus Trent. Don't really care one way or another. Christopher rolls an 11. 28 for Trent. So Trent will finish with two wins. Brian Christopher shall be winless. And I am going to give Trent 7 the win over Mr. Jackson. So that bracket will end up with Trent 7 on top, Beretta at 2, Matt Jackson at 3, and Brian Christopher going winless. This is a good one. Roderick Strong, Eddie Edwards... Uh, this is what got me on my latest quest, actually. Roderick Strong, Eddie Edwards, Cameron Grimes, and Trey Miguel. I'll tell you a story. Uh, when we recorded the last episode and I looked up Roderick Strong versus Eddie Edwards, I found a match or two of theirs on YouTube. And that got me thinking. I've looked up shows on YouTube before. You know, here are the worldwides. Here is this and that. But I was like, what if I do want to look up matches? Because I enjoyed the Halloween Havoc quest in which I was just watching matches. Didn't care much about storyline, was just watching the matches. And so I was like, sure, let me go on Ring of Honor and you know look for their full matches. Most of these promotions offer free matches on YouTube to try to get you to invest in their on-demand programming. Um, and sure enough, I found a bunch and then I started making a list. Well, what wrestlers would I want to look up? What are the... So out of, as of this moment, it's been a couple of days that I've been working on it. Um, I currently have 2,218 matches. Obviously, some of those are going to be duplicates, probably from various sources. But I've got a ton of stuff. Uh, I found great places like Monsoon Classic, which has a whole bunch of NWA, like B and C shows, like Pro and uh, Main Event, which I suppose weren't their B and C shows in the 80s. They were the main shows. Um, I've got a ton of stuff. And I kind of feel like what I want to do at some point is redact and randomize all of these and just watch and because i can't do anything without making it a podcast it might become a podcast where i just you know put a couple of matches on some of them are two minute squashes some of them are 45 minute bangers see what the world has i'm gonna try it out i make no promises that this is going to be a podcast because here's what i don't want to do i don't want to just do commentary on the matches um, I don't want to post the audio of the matches for you to listen to. I kind of want to watch and, but I, you know, if I listen to the audio in headphones while I'm talking, that's not going to work because all I'm going to be doing is trying to listen. And I kind of want to watch them live and do a live re I'm, I'm kind of stealing part of the original piece of business gimmick if I do that though. So I don't know. Do I watch some and then talk about it? It might not, like I said, I make no promises. This might not ever become a podcast. It might just be a, hey, in addition to watching all of my other quests, here's, you know, a couple hundred hours of wrestling to watch. Uh, but regardless, I enjoyed making the spreadsheet, you know, 
my wife, of course, was like, how could you monetize this? Put it on Patreon. And I'm like, I'd have to add the dates for when they, maybe at some point. But regardless, uh, the long and short of it, um, hold on, let me respond. Do not, after I finish recording this Cruiserweight episode, uh, I have to send uh, Mr. Banks some info on his wrestlers. So let's get into this so I can then do that. Minimize that. Get away. All right. Strong Edwards, Grimes, Trey Miguel. We're going to have uh, Roderick Strong take on Cameron Grimes, a match I know we saw in NXT. And then Eddie Edwards versus Trey Miguel. I like Roddy Strong. I can't say I love Cameron Grimes, so I'm giving Strong the win. Eddie Edwards versus Trey. I have a lot of Eddie Edwards on this playlist. Um, I'm going to have to watch some. I'm not a huge fan of Trey Miguel because he's just ricochet light to me, and I know that's my own fault for not actually investing more time to learn more about him. Let's roll for that one. Uh, Edwards with a 17. Trey Miguel with a 9. So Edwards picks up the win. He and Grimes now have one win apiece. Strong has two. Trey has zero. This is going to be a longer episode, I'm realizing, because I'm doing twice as much. And then we have Strong versus Trey and Edwards versus Grimes. And I'm going to go with my known quantities on this one. Because i got to say, I've seen a couple of Eddie Edwards matches from recent impacts. Not impressed. Maybe he's at the end of his career and I'm seeing the wrong stuff, but can't say I'm impressed. Strong's going to win the bracket, as we knew. Trey Miguel will come in last. Grimes will get two wins and finish second. Eddie Edwards only one. Marcel Bartel, Mark Andrews, Jimmy Wang Yang, B. Brian Blair. Great uh, matchups here, and this is going to be a heart herder because the dice have dictated that I pair up Marcel Bartel and Jimmy Wang Yang. I think I like Jimmy Wang Yang more than Marcel Bartel, but I don't know if that's true. I think I do because I've seen more of him, but we're going to roll for that one. Marcel Bartel, 22. Jimmy Wang Yang, 26. Close match. But Jimmy Yang will get the win over Mr. Ludwig Kaiser. And you know what? I'll roll for Mandrews versus Blair. I don't think that's actually Mandrews. I think Mandrews is a different guy. But Andrews, 27. B. Brian Blair, 20. Two very good matches there. Mark Andrews has a win. B. Brian Blair, not so much. Uh, Bartell will take on Andrews. Yang, nope, that's already happened. Made a mistake again, but I caught it. Mar Bartel will take on Blair. Yang versus Andrews, and we'll give it to my two favorites. So Marcel Bartel will come in second. Blair will go winless, which is just fine. Jimmy Wang Yang will win the bracket at three wins apiece. So we are going to be heading into, because again, once we finish this eventually, then we're going to go into, um, you know, how are we going to handle all the people who finished fourth, all the people who finished third. And Brandon Banks, that clever little boy, 
did give me an idea. So we're going to be doing his idea probably in our next episode. David Finley, Ishimori, Nathan Frazier, S.A. Rios. Finley will take on Frazier in what would be a fantastic match. Ishimori will battle Rios. I love Nathan Frazier. I will join the bandwagon of people who think he's going to be a big, big star. So he's going to beat Finley. Uh, Ishimori will beat Rios to get on the board. So now we have Finley versus Rios and Frazier versus Ishimori. Uh, I'll give Finley and Frazier the wins there. So Finley's going to finish up with two. Rios will go winless. Nathan Frazier is going to win that bracket. Ishimori, who I do like, by the way, especially since when I learned he's like 5'4". He's very good. Um, maybe even better than Finley. Maybe. Uh, but he'll finish third in our bracket. Oh, my goodness. I'm only halfway done. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something. Uh, da, 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 da. Thinking. I'm going to stop this episode. You expected me to finish this round, and I lied to you, and I'm sorry about that. No. Yeah. No? I want to get the bank stuff done. So I'm going to roll. Here's what's going to happen. If I roll an odd number on this 20-sided dice, this episode is over, and we'll finish this in the next episode. If I roll an even number, I'll just pause recording do the work for Brandon Banks, and then I'll come back and finish this episode. So the fates of the dice are going to tell me, is this episode done? Or do we just do more? Is this intermission? Odd, we're done. Even, we keep going. We rolled a natural 20, so that means this episode must continue. Howard Finkel, this match must continue. That's the worst Howard Finkel. Uh, so, I'm sorry to play games with your emotions like that. I'm going to take a break, get this work done for Brandon, and then I'll be back to finish this episode. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And we're back. Welcome back to the Cruiserweight-ish classic. We were at the halfway point. Oh, man. I probably should have just ended the episode because Brandon Banks is sending me a card. I want to get that done. Although I suppose once we do that, we got to do the live episode. So there's stuff to do. Let's get through this. Let's get through this. Let's put our attention back where it belongs. Orange Cassidy, Rocky Romero, Isaiah Swerve Scott, and Ricky Starks. We're going to have, I'm not even going to bother writing everything now. I'm just doing initials because we know how this is working. Orange Cassidy versus Ricky Starks, Swerve versus Rocky. Swerve's going to get that win. I will roll for Orange Cassidy versus Ricky Starks. Orange Cassidy, 33. Ricky Starks, 27. Big matchup for them. Uh, but in the end, Orange Cassidy and Swerve have two wins apiece. Starks and Rocky do not. So then we're going to have Swerve's going to win. Orange is going to come in second. Ricky Starks will beat Rocky Romero to get one win at least. And there we have our four. Swerve Scott, Orange Cassidy, Ricky Starks, 
and Rocky Romero. Am I rushing? I don't even know if this is rushing so much as I am just, I'm, I'm streamlining. I am streamlining. Cash Wheeler, Primo Cologne, Bushi, and Brian Pillman Jr. We're going to have Cash versus Pillman, Bushi versus Primo. I like Cash. I will give Cash a win. So Cash will defeat Brian Pillman Jr. So now he has a win. Pillman has a win. Uh, Bushi versus Primo. Bushi is another one I don't see enough of and don't really, I'm not a huge fan. So I'm going to give the win to Primo. So Primo Cologne at this moment has two wins. Cash and Pillman have won each. Bushi at zero. So that means we're doing Cash versus Bushi. Primo versus Pillman. Um, I'm going to give Cash the win over Bushi. Apologies to Bushi. I'm sure you're very good. I just haven't seen enough of you. Cash now has two wins. And I will roll for Primo versus Pillman. If Pillman wins, we have a three-way tie at two wins apiece. If Primo wins, he wins the bracket. So heavy stakes here on this matchup. Primo with a 22. Pillman Jr. with a 22. Oh my goodness, we have a tie. We need to go into overtime, in which case I'm going to roll one dice in each hand. The left hand is Primo. The right hand is Pillman. Three, two, one. Roll. An 11 for Primo, a 20 for Pillman. So in a, our first overtime matchup, Brian Pillman is going to get the win. So we do have a triple threat situation going on here for the top spot between Cash Wheeler, Primo Cologne, and... And Brian Pillman Jr., we roll in this triple threat match. 15 for Cash Wheeler. Probably not going to get him enough for first place. Brian Pillman Jr., an 18. Primo needs to beat an 18 to win. And he rolls a 17. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. So we're going to wind up going Pillman Jr. winning the bracket. Primo Cologne in second. Cash Wheeler in third, and then Bushi. Upset victory, similar to what we wound up having in an earlier uh, quad, 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 quartet. Quartet is the word, not quadtet, quartet. Uh, I can't remember what it was, though, but I didn't expect Pillman to win that bracket. Zack Ryder, Chad Gable, Andrade, and Jerry Briscoe. Ryder versus Briscoe. I'm giving that one to Briscoe. I've never been a uh, Zack Ryder guy. Gable versus Andrade. Ugh. I'm going with Gable, but it was close. It was close. I considered rolling, but I do love Gable quite a lot. Ryder versus Andrade. I got to give that to Andrade. I am not a Zack Ryder guy, and I'm going to give it to Chad Gable. I would roll for Gerald Briscoe, but I'm not gonna. Gable is going to win the bracket undefeated. Andrade in second. Jerry Briscoe in third. Zack Ryder in fourth. Dax Harwood. Chris Bay. I'm assuming that's PJ Black and Tomatonga. I don't think it would be Alistair Black. He's not a cruiserweight. So we're gonna say PJ Black. Let's see here. We've got Dax versus Black. And we've got Bay versus Tonga. 
I'm going to give the win to the tag team specialists here. Dax is going to get the win. Tama Tonga is going to get the win. So we have Dax and Tonga. They're going to set to do battle here in matchup three. Uh, and I'm not going to roll for that one. I know who I want to win. No, I am going to roll for that because one, when you're the kid of Haku, you deserve a roll. Let's roll for Bay versus Black first. Both of these guys are winless. Chris Bay, 14. PJ Black, 14. A tie. We go into sudden death. Left hand Bay, right hand Black. Three, two, one. Roll. Nine for Bay, right for Black. Chris Bay gets the win. The former Justin Gabriel going winless here. Dax Harwood, 20. Tamatonga, 21. Very, very close matchup as it should be tomatonga getting the win daxon second chris bay and then pj black i that's that works for me hoovy the juice uh training with sasha banks according to instagram um anderson hold on what anderson would this be carl anderson where's my mac no, not the MacBook. Oh, no, dropping things. My day of jubilee, I'm stretched out all over this table. What would, um, what would, I got to bring up the, the other document. Gosh darn it. Um, Banks has sent me his card. He's signing Riddle. Wow, in a y Yankee match. <laughs> Devlin versus Swerve in a Yankee match. I'm assuming you meant table match, but he said Yankee. All right, let me go into my Google Sheets. I have so many spreadsheets. I have This will be the third one I have open on this browser. Uh, I need to figure out what I'm talking about with Anderson. Again, I think it's the machine gun, Carl Anderson, but I want to be sure. Hooventude, Carl Anderson. All right, so I've got Hoovy, Carl Anderson, Adam Page, and Kalisto. Oh, that's right. We wound up skipping over Marty the Moth. That was a mistake on my part. So we're going to do Hoovy versus Page, Anderson versus Kalisto. Uh, I like Adam Page over Hoovy. Never been a Hoovy guy. I like Carl Anderson over Kalisto. Never been a Kalisto guy, actually. Uh, and then that leaves us with Hoovy versus Kalisto. And Page versus Carl Anderson. I will roll for Hoovy and Kalisto. Juventud Guerrera, 32 big plays for the Juice. Kalisto, 17. Hoovy getting a win. Kalisto at zero. I like Carl Anderson. I'm giving him the win over Hangman Page. Not a huge Hangman Page fan. It must be admitted. Anderson wins the bracket. Carmelo Hayes, Cash Holly, Shannon Moore, Stevie Richards. Good matchups here. Hayes versus Stevie. We will give that win to Hayes. The talent is there, even if the promo ability, not quite yet. Crash versus Moore. I love Crash Holly. I think Crash Holly is great. I'm giving him the win over Shannon Moore, which means we've got Hayes versus Shannon Moore. I'm giving that to Hayes, Carmelo Hayes is going to win this grouping here. Shannon Moore going winless. 
And I'm giving Crash the win over Stevie. I like Stevie Richards, but not as much as Crash Holly. Crash Holly coming in second. Matt Riddle, who is about to be signed by uh, Brandon Banks. Uh, Jordan Devlin, super crazy Noam Dar. A lot of talent in this one. We're doing Riddle versus Dar. Devlin versus Crazy. I will roll for Riddle and Dar because I've never been a huge Matt Riddle guy. Ten for Matt Riddle. Dar beats him with one dice. Dar getting the win. And I'm giving the win to Super Crazy over uh, Jordan Devlin because I've never been a huge Jordan Devlin guy either. So that means we've got Riddle versus Crazy. Devlin versus Dar. I'm giving Crazy the win. Matt Riddle is going to go winless here. Devlin versus Dar. I think I like Dar more, but I'm going to give Devlin a chance here. If Dar wins, he wins the bracket. Devlin with a 24. Noam Dar, 18. Ooh. Devlin with two wins. Dar with two wins. So once again, we need to do a triple threat match here. Matt Riddle in last place. He will not be a part. Super Crazy, Jordan Devlin, Noam Dar. Super Crazy, 15. Not good enough. Jordan Devlin, 19. Come on, Noam Dar. Come on, Alicia Fox. 15. Devlin is going to win. We need to roll for Crazy and Dar. They have to have a sudden death match just them. 27 for Crazy. 24. For Dar, super crazy in second. Noam Dar settling for third. Our final matchup here, Scorpio Sky, Matt Seidel, Kid Cash, and Marty the Moth. Sky versus Cash, Seidel versus the Moth. I will roll for Scorpio. Nope, I won't. I like Kid Cash. Cash is going to get two. Sky only has one win. He did beat Seidel. And then I'm giving Matt... No, I'll roll for... Yeah, I'll roll for that one. Matt Seidel, 21. Marty the Moth, 16. Matt Seidel getting a win. Marty the Moth currently winless. Which means it's now Sky versus Moth. Seidel versus Cash. Kid Cash is going to win the thing. And Scorpio Sky versus Marty. I will roll. Scorpio, 24. Marty the Moth, 15. Marty the Moth got skipped and goes winless. Maybe he would have done better in his old placement. But them's the breaks, kids. Them's the breaks. Kid Cash winning. Scorpio in second. Matt Seidel in third. Friends, there we have it. In our next episode, I will have compiled our lists of who is first, second, third, and fourth. And then we're going to do a Royal Rumble. Not about a Royal. Not World War III. A Royal Rumble. How's that going to work? I'll tell you in our next episode. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I'll see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking. <laughs>